Record. Hot mic. Okay. Hot mic. I'm going to stay back here. I don't think I'm going to put my mouth on it. <laughs> <laughs> Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. Hello. Hi. Okay. Hi. There we go. Hi. 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 I feel like every time I start recording, I say something absolutely ridiculously inappropriate. Didn't want to say anything. Unintentionally, though. Didn't want. Unintentionally. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hospital socks, but make it fashion. These are, uh, like below ankle. And like sporty cut, and uh, they're not that like fuzzy, lose their shape hospital slipper socks. Well, those are high falutin ones. The ones I've had from the past few surgeries I've had, which unfortunately have been a few because I'm a mess on legs. Mm-hmm. I've always had the the shit ones. No, I have a ton of the shit ones. Uh, these were from. Let me know so I can go there next time I break my face. I think these might have been from my last MRI. I don't get socks for MRIs. I don't know. Oh, God, we sound so old. We are, though. It's what, not just what that What hospital we visit did you get those from? Uh, I think it was back in 73 when you could still smoke in the hospitals. I don't know if you remember that time. Do you remember when McDonald's had, had ashtrays yes. on all the tables? Yes, except... I smoked in Burger King because I liked their fries better. Should, you, <laughs> should we maybe introduce our podcast? Hi. Oh, hey. What's up? How are you? Mm. 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 Welcome to the residuals. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is we've gotten comfortable now I in know. our old age of a sixth episode. I know. Um, I'd like in- to formally apologize for the audio on the last two I'm not pleased with it. I just it's want not you to your know. fault, love. It's not your fault. I just want everyone to know that I know it's not great. It is her fault. It is. It's my not your fault. fault. Listen, no, to her it's not over your there, fault. We had whispering into your ears. Listen, we had a completely buggered up cable mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we didn't know was buggered up because now we've realized maybe, maybe, and Joy had this idea. I didn't think about this, but Joy's smart. What? That we should maybe record a bit. And then stop and then listen back <laughs> to make sure that it sounds all right. And so, you know, lesson learned. Oops. But hey, you live, you love, it's true. you laugh. It's true. Um, right. Shout so, out to my husband, though, who spends all day editing. Yeah. And then has come home a couple of times and been like, I, I can help you. I don't want to step up and mansplain anything to you i just i'll help if you want and i'm like yes i just didn't want to bother you because you do this all day and i don't want to bother you when you get home and we're just being excessively nice to one another good god um, um i seem to be getting s- sick 
or something, Aww. or it's allergies because mm. we keep because Los Angeles is on fire. We're surrounded by fires. It's bad, and so, there was one in the middle of the city today. Yeah, there was one. Yeah, and then also, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on those bloody stupid um, neighborhood apps where people are constantly posting about there's a coyote in my garden. Um, <clears throat> anyway, because you know a they're going to break man in with a sword the other day. <laughs> We, so I've got the Citizen app. We've got Large Man with the Sword. We had a naked person in the McDonald's drive-thru. You know, what more can you need? Man wielding umbrella as a weapon, I saw I the get other it. day. Mad, mad respect. Woman wielding pumpkin and a stick. Well, you guys had the, you had the man with the sword, which I'm pretty sure was LARPing, right? I think it turned out to be a plastic Zelda sword. And oh. all the comments were like, dude, that guy is at 7-Eleven all the time <laughs> you obviously aren't from here if right. you don't know the guy with the plastic zelda sword at 7-eleven he's fine this is not a problem <laughs> i mean everyone's got their thing right so mm. today's episode is jill talking uh with joy about something kind of well we'll we'll, we'll let you listen and let you see for yourself yeah so without further ado here is a. Uh... My sister Jill and Enjoy. I, yeah. Hanging out. Yeah. All right. Enjoy. This is Joy, and I am on vacation right now. I spent the whole day with my family, which to some people probably sounds terrible, uh, but I actually miss them because they live on the East Coast, and I haven't seen them for a long time because we moved... Um, to LA uh, the beginning of 2018. So it was nice to see everybody in one place and my sister was nice enough um, after I asked her if we could throw a party at her house in my honor to have everybody over. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we have invaded her house and my child is passed out in the next room without even eating dinner because he fell asleep in my lap uh, because he was exhausted from jumping on her trampoline and running around with her kid all day. (laughs) So... We are sitting like we have often done in our lives, um, up too late, in a bedroom together, and she's going to tell you guys a story. So I'm going to speak minimally. Uh, Go ahead. All right. Fill in if I forget something, Joy. Okay. So I was engaged in uh, Christmas of 2010, and a couple weeks um, after the engagement, I was at my mother's house, and I showed her the engagement ring. And uh, her eyes lit up when she saw it, and she said, hold on just a minute. She ran upstairs to her room, came back down a couple minutes later, and showed me our grandmother's engagement ring, which just happened to be the, it looked exactly like mine. The same amount of stones on each side, same stone in the middle, the same cut, everything was exactly the same. Her diamond was a little bit bigger, but... (laughs) (laughs) She's just a little just a more little special bigger. than you. So, um, I mean, I was in disbelief when I saw it, too. Uh, it was just kind of a cool connection to have that. And I did show my husband uh, shortly after I showed him. And Who he had, had no idea. Right. He had no idea. He had the same kind of reaction that I had. He had no idea about my grandmother's engagement ring. He had just asked for mom's permission in marriage. Right. She never said, you know, she never saw the ring prior or anything. So... Um, and at this point, our grandfather had passed in yes. 2002. No, 2001. 2001, sorry. October Because I was 22. He was yeah. 2001. 
and um, our grandmother was still alive at the time. Yeah. She is not now, but she was when this was going on yeah, in 2010. 2010. 11. Was oh, engaged, wait, it was engaged, after. Right. Okay, gotcha. Early 2011. Got that timeline, everybody? Cool. Us neither. All <laughs> okay. right, let's go. So, it's 2011. All right. <laughs> and you so, show yes, your husband, so who has no that, idea about yeah, this. Yeah, it was just really, you know, really cool, really special to him, too, because he did design the ring himself, okay. which was a little crazy, too. So... Fast forward to a couple of years later, um, I was... You're now, I, I you've a, been married a couple of years, and now you've had a child. Correct. So your son was how old? At the time, he was probably two, a little over two years old. Yeah, okay. And I did frequently take my wedding rings off because my hands, they swell at night, or mm. you know sometimes they're just uncomfortable, so I take them off, and I did misplace them around the house here and there, and one time I did misplace them for a couple of days... So this is like a and recurring thing yes. where you so <laughs> chill I was, doesn't know where her <laughs> stupid pranks are. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I did. I was very upset when I would misplace them, but I just, I guess I hadn't learned my lesson at that point. And I think someone tried to teach you a lesson at some point. Yeah. And... Um, so <laughs> one of the times I misplaced them, I found out my husband did take them and put them in our safe in the house. To teach me a lesson, but it still didn't teach me it a did lesson. It she continued to take them off and leave kept them living, places. Kept fucking losing them. Anyway, <sighs> so I um, I really so, so yeah, couple of days around the house. Yeah, a couple of days. I couldn't find these rings, and I'm upstairs. I'm vacuuming and dusting in the hallway, and I pick up our wedding picture, which was a big, like eight by ten frame, heavy glass frame, right? So I pick it up. And what's behind the frame is my wedding and engagement ring on the table back there. Behind a picture. Behind a picture. <laughs> of I your wedding. never go there, <laughs> like, to do anything. Like, this was just in the corner of the hallway. I don't know. It was just random. And, of course, when I say something to mom, well, maybe you did put them there. What? Why? Why would I do that? Why? <laughs> what reason would I hide rings from myself? She's just trying to be logical, and I'm trying to tell her, Mom, these rings just appeared there. Like, I'm just saying, they sprouted do- legs yeah. and walks behind this picture, yeah. Mom. Why yeah. aren't you on board with this? Yes, she's always trying to... Anyway, so um, it was probably a year later. I was still leaving my rings around the house. <laughs> still hadn't learned my lesson. Still. At least, I, but you know what? I knew they were in the house. I knew that they were not lost. I didn't leave well, them Well, you've done it at so much at this point that you were like, they'll turn up. They always know, turn up. But like, they'll turn up somewhere. But I, I don't did even ha- really worry Listen, about you're making it, it sound like I had my rings off more than I had them on. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> Only when you went to the bar, you took them off. <laughs> oh, anyway, so um, so Joy, my lovely sister Joy, was about, that's me. Yeah, she was pregnant with her son Enzo, and so he was two thousand fifteen. Yeah, fast forward another couple of years. Yeah, okay. So, so two thousand fifteen, and Joy, um, she was due that February week. February two thousand sixteen. You had him. Yeah. Yes. So I was. Well, I was, okay, so I was sick. I had a, a really bad stomach bug. And you were going to be having Enzo over the I next was day or two. On February 10th, um, we... We got a real he, good timeline for this one. <laughs> yeah, he, we were due February 10th. He did not make any sign of exit at all. So we went in for an induction on February 15th. Um, I figured the latest we would have him would be the 16th. Grandma's which birthday. Would, right, which was our grandmother's birthday. God. <laughs> and he decided, no, no, no. I want my own day. 
he was born February 17th, 2016. Okay. And so you were sick. So with that said, yes, I was sick, I guess, February 15th then for mm-hmm. two days. And I couldn't go down to see Joy in New York because I live in Connecticut. Couldn't couldn't take the train down there. So um, I had been hibernating in one of our guest rooms for a couple of days bottles empty bottles of Gatorade and water and wrappers and whatever rings thrown everywhere it was a mess the rings were on the night table okay (laughs) with all the wrappers and empty stuff so you were sleeping in guest room so that you wouldn't get your husband anybody sick sick, yes I just you just closed the door stayed in here yeah bring me Gatorade when I ask for it a nightstand (laughs) full of garbage and snot rags yeah. basically is what you're saying okay some pepto maybe and i don't know assumably so, your rings it, yeah somewhere somewhere yes. in that rubble so so mama babs is flying in from mm. naples to come see her daughter's new child and whose house is she gonna stay at my home she's coming and i'm sleeping in her room and she really likes things very neat <laughs> she likes things to be neat and tidy no wire hangers and if <laughs> watch it and if now we can't let mom listen to this episode and if, <laughs> um she will totally call you out on whether you've cleaned or whether you haven't cleaned because either way she has something to say about it so Mom's coming. Mom's coming, and I have to clean her room because my stuff is everywhere. So um, I took uh, all the garbage on the night table. I had a garbage underneath the night table, one big swoop with my arm. All the garbage went right into the bag, vacuumed, cleaned it, dusted, washed the sheets. Everything is done. Mm -hmm. All the garbage goes to the dump the next day. And I still didn't know where, I knew I didn't have my rings, because obviously they were not on my finger, but I didn't remember where I put them, because I was all out of sorts from being sick. Yeah, you were and in, like, Dayquil, Nyquil haze. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought that they were in one of the other spots. I strategically left them around the house. So Behind pictures. It got to a yeah. point, though, where um, I was, I started getting nervous because I couldn't find them. I looked in the vacuum cleaners. I looked under beds in between mattresses in Luca's dump trucks and excavator buckets. In case he took did, it. Because he was still little-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I eventually got the courage to tell my husband. And, um, you know, I I told him I couldn't find them. And I asked him if he had hid them on me again. <laughs> and he told me no. And I honestly, I really didn't believe him at that point. But I didn't right. know what to believe because I couldn't find anything. But he was helping me look for them throughout the whole house. He was pulling garbage apart, like going through stuff. Yes. I mean, he, and I knew if he was looking that hard, um, they definitely, he definitely didn't have anything to do with putting them in the safe. I was sobbing. When I couldn't find those rings, I was crying. It had been a long time now since you've had your, didn't you? Didn't you buy a fake one? Oh, yeah. I did. I, I went on Amazon and bought a fake ring just so, so I could have something feel, to wear. Yeah. At this point total, it was probably just over a month. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, like, she's upset. Uh, she because I knew me during this time. I knew I threw them out. I knew I threw them out. They were in that garbage, and I, they went to the dump. I would have thrown up everywhere yeah. if I thought that I, that had happened. I, could, I, I couldn't live with myself. But not even just it's the wedding rings. It's the meaning behind them. Right. You know, like, knowing that that looked just like Grandma's engagement ring. And, like, crazy. it made you feel like you had a connection there to our grandparents and that, like... It's totally, totally. You know, something... With I don't my know. husband, too. I mean, you know, with Rusty, I mean, 
that right there is just like he didn't get to meet grandpa which is like oh, they would have been best friends uh, but like that's a big deal for us like yeah. meeting our because we Cause didn't he was our father figure. have a consistent father figure in our lives yeah. so having our grandfather around that was sort of more important to meet him with boyfriends than it ever was yeah with, like a dad yeah because if we got the approval from him right we knew we were good <laughs> um so yeah i mean it wasn't the sort of average like we see our grandparents at holidays and whatever. Like, mm-hmm. we had a very, very close relationship with them. So any kind mm-hmm. of similarity was seen as sort of a good sign or, like, good fortune or something. Yeah. Yeah. Probably another couple of weeks go by and um, still no rings. And I, um, Rusty and Luca were downstairs in the basement and they were setting uh mouse traps down there and yes luca was young helping his father set up <laughs> mouse traps because that's how my son is he's now seven years old going on 17 he's building himself a wing on the back of the house right now it's <laughs> <laughs> crazy so um so yeah so they're setting up mouse traps and i was getting luca's bedroom ready and i placed i rinsed the pacifiers off and placed them on his dresser three of them specifically remember i don't know why three whatever so after that i went downstairs and um i called luca to come upstairs i said luca come on up it's time for bed and of course he didn't want to come up he whined a little bit and eventually i heard him coming up the stairs with rusty so i had made my way back upstairs with his pajamas and i walked into luca's room and i look at the dresser and i nearly faint um because right next to the pacifiers that i just put there was my wedding and engagement ring one on top of the other sitting there i was in disbelief i didn't know what to th- oh i've God. never had anything like that happen to me before i don't know if anybody else ever has had something appear out of thin air after knowing that it has gone to a dump <laughs> in a garbage I've been can not seeing it for weeks and you know i'm trying to process all this right now because here i am i'm trying to say I knew Rusty had the rings. He <laughs> lied to me the whole time, but he was in the basement the whole time, and I was just upstairs and had come downstairs. They were down in the basement the whole time. They were not up there in right. between the time that I was upstairs and downstairs and back up. But, like, knowing your husband, even if he had taken them all that time... Yeah, he wouldn't let it go on for this He long. would have been like, I fucking told you yeah. so. Like, he yeah. wouldn't have been able to hold it in and be like, oh, that's yeah. so weird that they showed up. Yeah. Like, he would have been like, yeah, it was fucking me. Yeah. Because you can't keep your shit together. Yeah. You know, wear that fake one. I'm putting this in the safe, like, forever. You know, he know. never would have, like, let that just go on for years well, after. Well, even to this day, I mean, we're talking how many years later, three yeah. and a half, four years later, he still vouches, you know, I had, he had nothing to do with it. If you, listener, in your car home, office, elevator, toilet... Elevator toilet? Elevator toilet. If you have a a place where you grew up that uh, has a history of being spooky, haunted, all of that stuff, um, pop us an email. Yeah. Joy, give the email address because I forget it all the time. The Residuals Podcast at gmail.com. I had gone to see a psychic after, and the psychic, first How of all... How long after did you go? Um, probably two months after. Okay. Two months after. 
And I did not say anything to the psychic about it. Um, I had my rings on. Finally. Yeah, I was wearing them. Finally, she's got her rings on. Well, you know, it's funny. I was really hoping that the psychic would pick up on some kind of vibe coming from the ring. So obviously, yes, I made sure I wore them. Didn't leave them at home. I said nothing to her about my wedding. She knew nothing about me. But during our reading, she actually took her wedding rings off, placed them in the middle of the table... And I don't know, all this thoughts or whatever were running through her head. And then she just kind of brushed the rings off the table, her wedding rings off the table onto the floor. She's like, why did I do that? I don't, I have no idea why I just did that. That's so weird. And I was like, oh, like I knew where this was going. <laughs> like, and my I heart is starting to pound. Making that motion no. when I threw all of my snot rag yeah. out and away. Oh my God. <laughs> So she said it. I didn't. She said, did you lose your wedding rings? And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> she said, but you found them. You're wearing them. And I and that's when I had explained to her what happened. She said it was your great grandmother. Oh, OK. Did she say which one? No, she said it was your great grandmother. I always just assumed Josephine because. Well, no, because or we know that that a- other time when I needed help, uh, Josephine intervened on my behalf with mom. Yeah. Even though we never met them, mm. we're still connected. I met Josephine. In your Well, you were very little. I, was, though, I don't remember you? it, but yeah. mom told me that she used to take me to see her when she was really old. And I was really tiny. I also found out that the rings, the matching rings, the psychic told me the reason for that, that was our grandfather's way of approving of my marriage. Mm-hmm. Having the same rings, which just... I mean, I could just feel that when I was there, the energy just swirling around me. When I left her place, when I was driving, mm-hmm. I wanted to call family right away and tell, <laughs> like, you were probably the first person I called after that. But, like, there was a moment when I was driving and all, it was my excitement, but I just felt energy. I, I don't know how to describe it, swirling around me. Yeah. Like, just something was there while I was driving. Like, I was just so happy and so, And just, like, like <gasps> but comforting and, like, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. Like, nothing that's happened to me has been scary. It's like a Everything ghost is, hug. Right, right. Like that's how I, that's hug. exactly how I thought of it. Like, somebody's <laughs> giving me this huge hug right now. Like, I could, it was so strong. But I didn't know at the time, like, was it my nerves going? But this is not the way I normally feel when I get nervous. This yeah. was like, it was exterior. Was it wasn't like yeah, coming was so out cool. from in you. So, um, I still have my rings to this day. I am much more responsible with wearing my rings and only place them in certain spots. I'm making a face at her that you can't see right now. I took them off on the coffee table like an hour ago, and I know they're there. there she I does not do have her rings on. But look at the mark right that's now. on my finger. The entire time we've been having this conversation about her losing her fucking wedding rings, they're not even on. Shut up. So I knew, I knew you were going to say something about that. Those wedding rings, they're downstairs right now on the coffee table. And before we came up here, I was looking at them like, I wonder if I should wear them up there. No, this is a podcast. This is not a TV show. No one's going to need to see them. So I purposely Except left them there. I forgot that my older sister is an asshole and will call me out on everything. Yes. So, <laughs> I might not be wearing them now, but I know where they are. Well, for now. <laughs> Next time we talk to Jill, she'll have lost her rings again. Yeah. And it'll just be a ghost note that says, we fucking tried. <laughs> <laughs>
Wowza. Yeah. That was a roller coaster. <laughs> My and poor sister. T- as soon as she says, oh. and I swept it off with my arm. I know. I immediately thought, uh, oh God, no. The bottom of my stomach just like plummets. <sighs> thinking, no, don't do it. And I see her in my head, like just the one sweeping motion across the whole table. So uh, let me ask you something. Ask me, ask me. <clears throat> Can I? Yeah. Fantastic. Anything. Really? Mm-hmm. On the record or just in like? Sure. Oh, cool. Well, I'm just going to start easy. I mean, I'm in charge of editing, so I say whatever you want. <laughs> so, two things. Mm-hmm. The I know that, you know, one of the things that you guys said was that you think that it was your your great-grandpa. So, no. was it your great-grandma? It was, it your, was our great-grandmother, my um, our mother's father's mother. Right. So, your, your great-grandma. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about your grandfather signing off like saying like blessing the wedding oh yes right mm-hmm. so you <clears throat> so it was your so your sister's ring your brother-in-law designed it mm-hmm. having never seen never this family ring mm-hmm. and it's identical in every single way i think literally the only difference is that it's the stones might be smaller that's but like bonkers. The cut of the stone is the same. The number of stones on the side, like everything about it. Jesus. Yeah. So, and she'd never seen it before. She had no idea. My sister? Yeah. She, I mean, even if she, she had seen my grandmother's ring, sure, because my grandmother used to wear it. Yeah. But she didn't see the engagement ring beforehand. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, she didn't know it was coming. We all knew that it would eventually yeah, happen. Yeah, but, but she like, didn't have any hand in the design process no, of it. So no. he'd never seen no. your grandma's ring, but he no. just happened to, no big he deal, just design like, yeah, a this doppelganger. seems like a good idea. That's nuts. Yeah. So it's almost like your, your family saying, we approve. Right, and that's what, when she went to the psychic, the psychic was like, this is your grandfather's way of saying that he approves of the marriage. You know, like he had some kind of, he was a muse somehow and for th- my brother-in-law. Do you think he's the one that also put them back on that table in a way to be like, stop leaving them everywhere. This is your last chance. I don't know because. Uh, what, why, why, how do you think? So do you think, okay. Oh God. Do you think there's three things mm. just off the top of my head because I watch far too much TV and also I take the Ed and Lorraine Warren book, The Demonologist, with me anytime I'm flying solo because if someone wants to strike up a conversation next to me, I whip it out the second that <laughs> I sit down. So I just roll up my sleeve. Right. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I found headphones don't work. So if nope. I'm reading The Demonologist, no one wants to talk to me unless they're That's my people. Idea. And then I'm like, uh, yeah, all right, fine, maybe. Yeah, sure. Maybe we can have a nice talk. But <clears throat> so those three things. One, your grandpa right mm-hmm. being like here are the rings try not to fuck it up mm-hmm. again don't leave them behind any more pictures coffee tables right wherever keep them on your rubbish fingers. bins get a necklace right something do something yeah get a, a wallet chain mm-hmm. borrow one of joy's wallet chains <laughs> what um so it's that it could be that there, that there is also something in the house. Because this is the house that they have Dave in, right? 
Right. This is the old farmhouse. So this is the old farmhouse. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it could be also just like a playful something that's in the house that likes to move things. Or like if you subscribe to the PK theory of stuff that I've been hearing because I've been watching The Dead Files a lot on your recommendation. Steve DeShabby. Steve DeShabby and Amy <laughs> Allen. Um, but she, I had never heard that theory before until I started watching this where she was saying it could be a manifestation of someone in the house, like mm-hmm. a living person who's there. It could be something they're doing if they have like psychokinetic abilities. Right. Um, so it could be not a ghost. Yeah. It could be like, my sister <laughs> if she has those abilities my sister moving right. things on her own and not realizing it because it's like a subconscious thing yeah or there's someone living in the attic or there's someone out. that's the other thing that i was saying there's, <laughs> or there's someone who lives there and they don't know about it which is not so i mean that has happened to people before yeah no it has. Yeah, which is terrifying no thank you uh yeah seriously but i i don't think so i with the I, I don't think that my brother-in-law would have someone living in his house and not know it. You I never mean, know. You cross never fingers, know. Rusty, check your attic. So do you think, mm. so I, I mean, I, I, th- I know the answer before asking you this, but do you subscribe to um, having signs from loved ones on the other side? Do you, or even people who haven't passed, just things happening that, like just too nutty to be coincidences. Like hearing a song on the radio at a certain time. Or right. Like, um, like I, my my grandpa, my daughter's middle name is, she's named after my grandpa. It's his surname. Mm-hmm. And he had a particular smell. And I smell it every now and then. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of times where I'm either having a really good, like, really good, like, things happening, like, Recently, I landed my dream job and, you know, Congratulations. also this podcast is kind of my dream too. Um, but, you know, and also when I'm going through a not so great time, I'll smell it's I'll smell them at the grocery store. I'll get in an elevator oh, wow. and it'll so be anywhere. there. It's just it's that smell. And it's oh, just. Wow. OK, like it's OK. I'm Do you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's mm, that. It's just comforting. Uh, my best friend from uni and I her name's Kat if she's listening shout out if she's not why aren't you listening Um, when we were in university her grandparents lived in the mountains in North Carolina and her grandpa unfortunately passed away and so because we were a good it was about a six hour drive she asked me to come with her Mm -hmm. to the funeral because her family essentially adopted me during uni um and just absolutely lovely people and that i'm still like i adore her and her brother michael mm-hmm. they're just absolutely lovely people and her mum and dad's just lovely um so we drove out to the mountains together and she writes a note to her grandpa mm-hmm. because they'd always had a thing growing up where he would say keep a quarter and give me a call <gasps> so she writes him a note telling him how much she loves him, puts a Virginia State quarter in with it, saying, if you ever need anything, give me a call. It's middle of November, mountain of North Carolina, it's bloody cold. We're outside for the for the burial service, and there are suddenly ladybugs everywhere. And I mean everywhere. It was oh. nuts. We go back, 
back in North Carolina, back in university. And, you know, we're up talking late one night and she is fastidiously clean, whereas I am a hoarder (laughs) slob. And we're sitting in a room talking and she's got, you know, hardwood floors, big expanse of hardwood. And we're sitting there shooting the shit and we hear this bang on the floor like something had been dropped. And we look over and in the middle of the floor in her bedroom is a Virginia State quarter. Shut up. No, I won't. Fuck. No, I won't. And it wasn't there before because she's clean and also we would have noticed it because her floor was spotless. Oh, my God. So that happened. <gasps> so <clears throat> every now and then they'd show up. She still finds them. Just the Virginia ones. Virginia State quarters. Amazing. So every now and then she <laughs> finds them and that's her. It's like her, mm. you know. But what's happened is since then... Anytime one of us sees a ladybug, we immediately get, I don't know, we it's now a routine that we know we have to call the other one anytime we see a ladybug. Oh. Because what happened was, um, the first few times this happened, I would see a ladybug and I would just think of her and I'd be like, oh, I should give her a call. And I would call her and something major life event had happened major well she was just going through some major shit and she needed to talk and same thing with me she see ladybugs and she's like oh i should i haven't talked to emily but i should call her same shit different day it's mental so that's like that's amazing she's not dead i don't think i'm dead but it's like that is our connection no matter what and she's been one of my one of my closest mates now since She's been one of my closest mates now for over 20 years. And it's the ladybugs. We, anytime one of us sees a ladybug, we know to call the other one. That's mine. What's yours, Joy? What happens with me? Songs that come on the radio. Those kinds of things. There was like one specific song that everybody always thinks of with my grandfather. What song? And that like, I hope you dance. Oh, God, really? Yeah. So, like, that'll come on at certain times when people, like, have said, oh, I was thinking about Grandpa, and then this thing happened, and the song came on the radio. and Or it'll happen when, like, we're having a bad day, or, you know, like you were saying, when you smell your grandfather, like, it's a comfort thing. Um, I think a lot of stuff that happens to me is more like like deja vu stuff. Yeah. or like hearing the same thing. You know how sometimes a word that you haven't heard in a while, you're like, yeah. oh, right, that's a word. I forgot that word existed. And right. it just shows up everywhere. Yeah. Like everybody's saying it or just things like that. Like I feel like those things make me feel like I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my my cousin that I talked about um, a few episodes back who passed away, um, his sister, my other cousin, um, she finds white feathers all the time that they're what she believes are his sign to her, Hmm. which I think that's absolutely lovely. Mm -hmm. And they show up the same stuff. It's, you know, when things are really great, it's like, I'm here, I'm I'm cheering for you, I'm really happy for you. When things are really not that great... Hey, I'm here. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just that constant. It's just those little signs and it's that not I'm still with that you. Like, it's not one of those things that you just 
are looking for when you're sad. Right. It's just like, because you're saying it happens happy, sad, Mm -hmm. whatever. You'd notice a white feather any other time because you're used to that sign now. So like if it was a mundane day and you saw one, maybe it wouldn't feel as special. But yeah, you're going to like notice them more or at least not saying it right. You're going to notice that their appearance is significant. Right. Because it's not just showing up all the time. It's not a normal thing to say. You know, I've noticed something, and I've heard about this from other friends, mutual friends of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, but this happened to one of my girlfriends years back. Um, she's absolutely lovely. Her mum passed away from breast cancer, and she was a really lovely lady. And my girlfriend had in her bathroom at the time, she had like Christmas lights, string lights. Um, mm-hmm. For like decoration, as you do. And they would turn themselves on and off randomly. And she knew they were her mom saying hi. Yeah. You know, it's just... It's just you know sometimes, yeah. And I think people, you know, skeptical people, understandably, so they'd be like, well, you're just looking for anything to give you comfort. Maybe, maybe not. You know, you never know. Does it matter? I don't think it does. I mean, if you're finding comfort in it, so what? But I think also when you really, I don't know if it's you're hyper aware in those moments when you're noticing that it's specific events that it's happening with. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I can't help but feel there's something to it. You know what I mean? It seems... Like more than a coincidence. Right. Yeah. It has happened enough times that it is more than coincidental. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, I know that my mom had a big thing with butterflies um, after really? my grandfather passed away. Yeah. And she would always, you know, my sister would, they kind of just felt like, oh, butterflies, that's, that's like a thing that they would feel like that was grandpa. And right. They said it to me one time and I was like that's funny like it was one of those things where maybe we're on the phone talking about it. I'm like oh a butterfly just flew by my face while we were talking like that sort of stuff right um like obviously you know last year we had the big butterfly migration and I wasn't like oh my god it's a sign for I was like no this is a butterfly migration yeah. like there's a difference there's a different feeling right when it happens when we first moved here which was almost two years ago now, and we moved from Brooklyn, if people are not following along. Um, Wait, where? <laughs> Sorry. We're in L.A. Um, now. Yeah. It was the first time I had had a moment to myself since we moved, and I went and got a pedicure for like the first time in like months after nice. like packing and moving and everything. And I was call- I called my mom on the way back, and I was talking to her, and all of a sudden I like stopped. She's like, what's the matter? I was like, I- this hummingbird just flew down out of this tree and it's in my face and she was like what I was like I don't know I don't understand things out here everything out here is weird is this what they do and this thing was just staring at me wow and like in my path and then flew up and we kind of looked at each other for a while and I was like trying to take a picture of it to tell my mom and we were like wow that's weird and I was just like okay this is I guess what these weird tiny birds do around here <laughs> so like two days later I'm out on just the stoop in front of my apartment and I'm like oh look another hummingbird 
And it like stopped and stared at me for a while and like flew away. And then like a week later, I was walking by that same area and the same thing. It was like, what's up? I've had all these weird things with hummingbirds happen since I moved here. Oh my God. But I thought it was just how they acted. No. And then other people who have been here a long time, they're like, no, they don't fucking do that. No. Uh, my best friend came out to visit. Her mother had passed recently. And her mom was like a mom to me. Like, we've known each other since the third grade. We went to Cindy's in Eagle Rock to have lunch. And we were sitting in the car. And two hummingbirds just sat at the flowers in front of our car. You stop it. I swear. We were just like, oh, look at these hummingbirds. I was like, dude, I love them. They're so cute. They hang out all the time. They're my friends. <laughs> the hummingbirds are my friends. Do I start calling you Joy Poppins now? <laughs> um, so, yeah, these two hummingbirds were hanging out in front of the car. And then I was months after that, um, my son was asleep in the car and I didn't know the area that well. So whenever he'd fall asleep in the car, I would just sort of like get lost a little bit around the neighborhood to see what was around. And I was like up in the hills on those windy <laughs> goat paths that you Californians yeah. <laughs> have moved into. Um, and I came up this hill at a stop sign and this hummingbird just came down right in front of my windshield and was like, <laughs> and I was like, hey, dude, what's up? Oh my Can I go God. now? So they're just always around. I see them all the time. They're your animal. It's, which is funny because I, I told you earlier today at the zoo, I was just like, ugh, birds. I'm not like that into birds, but I think I'd have like a duck or something. Right. <laughs> like a, a bird that's not a normal bird. Yeah. No penguins. Ducks. If you could come back as an animal, what would it be? Fucking squirrel. Oh, God. Stupid bloody question. Of course it would be. <laughs> I love squirrels. Sorry. Squirrels are great. Just don't, come, just don't live in my garden as a squirrel because my dogs go absolutely bonkers. Or maybe do. Maybe do. Speak squirrel. We had mm. a pumpkin on our front porch for Halloween. It lasted Delicious. a week. The face was gone in two days ah, my it people. was just a hole and like, we've got a security camera and my alert kept going off and i'm like what the f who was trying to break into my house and all i could see was this fat fuck of a squirrel <laughs> who just kept poking his head out looking around who's here and like going over to the pumpkin and just going to town oh, i love the squirrel i think it's the same one that like teases our dogs and we'll see him we've got an orange tree mm. and we'll see him just with a giant bloody orange in his mouth just <laughs> chugging along the back of the fence Fuck off he goes yeah, off you trot that's right i mm. had one uh the apartment that we lived in when enzo was born in queens there's a squirrel that used to hang out on our fire escape that i may or may not have like befriended with various snacks a big deal and I came out one day and it was just sitting there looking kind of funny. And I looked back. I was like, what's up, dude? And it just peed. And I was like, oh, my God. I just watched a squirrel pee. Holy shit. I can't believe I just saw that. Oh, my God. No one sees that. Just like no one sees baby pigeons. <laughs> I've seen those, too. <laughs> In Puerto Rico. Joy. I know. Joy. I, I know. Touch me. I'm clearly special. I also, I feel like I just had one to talk about and it, like, flew out of my brain oh no like a tiny hummingbird uh or a squirrel or a squirrel i don't know give me a minute clearly i get enough sleep and do you remember the first time that we sat down we had notes <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> we both have, you know, something about we've realized when talking about growing up and stuff like that and places that we've lived that have we've had spooky stuff happening is we've realized that every town and no matter what country you're in every everyone's hometown of some sort there's that one place or in the case of Los Angeles a hundred odd places <laughs> that are just spooky that there are stories about that people have had experiences and that there is you know there's there's stuff out there about them so Joy and I have decided that every now and then our episodes are going to be us you know doing a deep dive into these historically haunted oh, yeah. spots get out my nerd glasses um no a big a deal mm-hmm. and in some occasions we will also have people on to talk about uh the experiences that they've had with these places that you too can go and have the bejesus scared out of you oh yeah no big oh, deal yeah. mm-hmm. no big yep. On the topic of historical stuff, I uh, I went to college for a while in a town that's like known for a lot of hauntings. Yeah, and I'm just going to incorporate these two things. So Do it. I will give some history about the place and some like known hauntings, and then Love I'll it. tell you the bananas batshit stuff that happened to me in a giant mansion when I was in college and we had a sleepover in the admissions building one night. I am very excited to hear this. <laughs> it was like dorm sleepover. Excited. So there was a shit ton of girls with sleeping bags hanging out. There was a Ouija board involved. Oh, of course. Right. No big deal. Literal chains. Like clanging in the middle of the I night. can't wait to hear this. It's now with great, that dudes. saucy it's preview. It's great, dude. You should tune in to our next episode cuz now right. we've teased it we have to do it. Then. I know. I can't wait. It's very weird and I I have not talked about it in a while. Um but yes, it was back in the day when I was into this when I was like I have my crystals. Jesus. That I've found places when I've been walking. Yeah. I have my little altar. I make my little spells. There was also an incident with like a love potion that I made that um, I will never no make again say because no say no more. Yeah. Well, let's uh, talk about that one then uh, we'll in our next episode. We'll talk about it next time. Amazing! I love it. Oh, I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you to you, and thanks to dead people thanks for like people. For giving serious. us something to talk about, and also for. Popping by every now and then to say hello in your own special way, be it your smell, your quarters, your quarters, hummingbirds, hummingbirds, yeah, your feathers, Mm. or your Christmas lights. Mm. So until next time, kittens, don't be scared of the dark. Joy will, but I will for sure. I'm always afraid. I'm scared here, and there's only one light on. So okay, okay. Bye. For real. Bye. Right, Bye. 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 Bye.